The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Let some things be retrograde. Hello and welcome to That's So Retrograde, friends. I'm Stephanie Simbari and I'm here with my dearest friend. Who are you? I'm Elizabeth Cott. Oh, hi. <laughs> uh, how are you doing today, friend? I'm doing great. Oh, wow. I'm just so excited to be back here. Still coming down from the fact that we've hit six years last week. Wild. I feel like I feel like an appropriately elderly six-year-old. Right. <laughs> like, like we're six, but I'm 106. We're walking. We're talking. We have a mind of our own. Yeah. So many things to celebrate. It's crazy because I was like trying to reflect. There's like some weird like disconnect with, I don't know, time. I don't know if that's like a post-pandemic and in, in the middle pandemic thing or just like a general me having a weird relationship with time. But I was like looking back and reflecting and trying to like pull out and glean like the biggest, you know, I I don't know. Like I was like, what am I supposed to say about six years? And then I was like, I couldn't even track. It seems like zero time and the most time. Does that make sense? Yes. Like it's like a very weird thing. I also think too, going from 29 to 35 is a massive jump. I don't know if there's really ever any bigger jumps from your 20s to your 30s, but I don't know. I haven't experienced them yet. I think that we'll probably be saying that same thing when we're like 45. Sure. But definitely, you know, I think the end of your 20s represent a real kind of changing of the guards of so many things about your personal life. And Mm -hmm. maybe potentially, and obviously we don't know because we're only 35, only 35. (laughs) But uh, I think potentially moving forward into like the adulthood, less significant things change as far as like your own framework and relationship to yourself and the reality. Like I I definitely look back and I guess that is like, it's a good point. Like maybe the the biggest thing I look back on prior to this time of, of what we first started to now is like, the biggest thing I've learned is how to like fucking handle myself and like Would take care of myself. That that's so retrograde as a program helped guide you through that. I mean, a hundred percent, like all every, not only the accountability of having to do the show, which is like, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I was like a sewer comic person before, so that was a different reality, but also just all the tools and everything. Like, of course you and I don't have 300 episodes of practices that we do every single day, but we've been able to like really cherry pick and hold tight, like to to the things that have become mainstays. Like I can't imagine, I can't believe there was a time in my life where I didn't like know my entire astrological chart. Like I literally am like, no wonder why I was a psycho. I was like out to sea. I like didn't know what the forces within me were doing and how to like be in alignment and communication and then like love with them basically. And I feel like when I like date people and meet new people, I'm like, if you don't know your chart, like we need to figure that out. I feel like your astrology is like there's a time in my life where I didn't know how to like take a deep breath and slow down. That's where I it really took me a a long, (laughs) a longer time than I'd like to admit to to do that. Right. To like know how to chill properly. Still learning that and I'm still implementing that and integrating that. But Yeah, I think just making space is the biggest takeaway. And then also like making space to then pick up a practice 
and that sort of thing. But it's all about just like slowing down. And especially in this past year, that's become even more important. And just the different pace of things allows for that in a different way. No, it's true. Like, you know, it doesn't matter what the practices that you have are. If you're not doing them from the place that you're describing, then it's basically just like putting makeup on a bloody face. Like you're still going to see like the underneath. That was a really weird metaphor, but like you're not going to be really experiencing the effects of the thing that you're trying to do if you're not putting it on top of a baseline of just like chill calm. Mm-hmm. you know, you really, the practices can help, but it's more about like your energy and your intention going into that thing. That's a real true big lesson for sure. That's so retrograde taught me. Oh, I love that. We should do a little like thing. We Have we ever done that? We should put that shirt? on. Oh, wait, speaking of shirts, <laughs> I was going to say we should put it on like an Instagram like questionnaire, but let's talk about shirts. Let's. So we love guys. them. We wear them daily. We and need them. Really, this week, so this is the Thursday that this episode comes out. If you're a newsletter subscriber, Friday you'll be getting the link and then available to the public. Widely available. On the 20th to 2021, Ooh. we've got our second collab with our friends at Four Days dropping. That's right, honey. I love this shirt so much. Yes. So cool. And you know what I realized? It's the perfect selfie shirt. And why is that? Because if you take a selfie, if you're Mm -hmm. one to do that, Mm -hmm. the way it's designed, both of the places that we printed on are like perfect waist up selfie flare. Okay. I'll take that. Selfie flare as a selling point. Sure. Why not? Yeah. But the I other feel like thing, that's modern. Yeah, no, that's really cool. You're you're really you're a really cool millennial, Elizabeth. I'm hip, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And of the times. Yeah, you're cool. really uh you're really young and cool. Thank you. <laughs> uh you're like, have you heard of this thing called a selfie? I think it's really gonna catch fire. But I also want to talk about four days in the collab. And like you guys know, we did an episode with Christy and then we did our first merch drop over the summer, and now we're back. And like we're just so obsessed with this company because they've close the loop on sustainable fashion. Their basics are everything. I have so many of their t-shirts and jumpsuits and sweatshirts in my house. Yeah. I couldn't be more obsessed with what they're doing, not only from the standpoint of the earth, but from the standpoint of fashion. Yeah. So I want to speak to, as you said, closing the loop on sustainability. So what does that mean? That means you buy a piece from them And when you're done with it, whether you've spilled on it, which is something I would do, cut it up, tie-dyed it, whatever, when you're done with it, you send it back to them and then Mm -hmm. you can buy another piece from them at a discounted price. And they handle the recycling. And you can also get take-back bags from them, which I do often, where they'll they'll take whatever clothes you don't want and make sure they get recycled. So cool. So it's the future. Yeah. And we're so thrilled. It's a men's long sleeve. It's a men's long sleeve pocket tee. I love the size large. That's what I've been wearing. I know Steph likes it a little smaller. Because, okay, so here's the thing. It is a men's shirt. So the small is kind of baggy. Yeah. Important to know. Yeah. So if you're going to order it and you're like, I want it to be oversized, then 
know that the large is quite large if you're a small girl. Yeah. So that is a limited edition, limited run. If you guys are uh, subscribers to our newsletter, you will get the link first. And then, not going to lie, we have something else coming out next month, which is our own merch line that we're really excited about. It will be completely different than the four days collab. So don't fret, Mm -hmm. but we're really excited about that. So more on that. And we love it. We love it. This is really thrilling, guys. Steph and I have been working on this for months and months and months. It really was hard for us to decide what to do because we have so many fun ideas and I want everything to be crazy and Elizabeth wants everything to be very dialed in. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, Yeah, what is the word you're looking for? Like more simple, but like I would say like not, it's not boring. It's just like more simple and streamlined. And so I think what we were able to do is create like the perfect combination of both of our brains. Definitely. fun, but not chaotic. (laughs) Me being the chaos. (laughs) Um, And so I'm really proud of of how we, where we landed with it. Me too. We love it so much. And you mentioned kind of like getting in the flow at the top of it and of top of the show. And that's why I'm so excited about our guest today. We've got Angela Manuel Davis. Mm-hmm. We're talking about exercise with her on a spiritual level. Feel like we really um, get to go to church. She drops a lot of truths. She's known yeah. for this, obviously. She's a former athlete and coach. She motivates through movement in a way that I've never seen anybody else do this and Mm -hmm. like toured with Oprah doing this. I mean, she's been on some massive stages, TED stages, the whole thing. She's a fitness evangelist. And I have to say, after the conversation, I was ready to start moving my body again after a nice little self-inflicted hiatus. I thought, let's go back. Let's Hell yeah. do it again. Hell yeah. And also, she's just like so cool and so fun. It was so great talking to her. It was wonderful. So former athlete and coach, founder of the Army Workout app. That's A-A-R-M-Y. We'll get into that. She's co-founder and chief motivation officer. And she's chief motivation officer. I just love the officer. title, chief motivation officer. Of our hearts, really. Yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, let's get into this convo with Angela. Woohoo! I'm feeling very nostalgic right now for a group workout class. I must say I'm having heart pangs. So I'm so curious from you as somebody who is just like this well-known force in the fitness industry. And obviously the fitness industry has been rocked by what's going on, but it's also democratized in such a cool way on top of that. So would just love to hear from you what your take is on on all of that right now, fitness and how we can get in the game on top of that. You know, as a co-founder of Army, which is a, you know, global fitness brand of our New York location, and we opened LA just a year ago. We just celebrated our one-year anniversary of opening LA. Congrats. We closed our doors for the pandemic. Uh, We closed our doors on a Friday. And by Saturday morning, we were offering free IG live classes for 150 days straight. We had programmed our coaches from LA and New York, and we had a, you know, a schedule every single day for 150 days straight. And so what we realized is, 
you know, one thing the pandemic did is the unity that it provided in the sense of you're quarantining and you're, you're in, you know, what feels like isolation and you're by yourself and you're staying away. How can we show up and still be in community? How can we show up and say, you are not in this alone? How can we show up and say that you do not have to go through this day by yourself? And we were really adamant about showing up and really changing what it looked like and what it felt like. Like, yes, we're by ourselves uh, physically, but we didn't have to be by ourselves, you know, emotionally and, and mentally and spiritually. And so, you know, the pandemic, we, we were all fighting the same enemy. And that's one thing that brings people together is when you have a common enemy and here we are all fighting COVID and our global army grew unbelievably, to be honest with you. And we really set ourselves up to in a posture of this is an obstacle, but how can we look at it as an opportunity? How can we look at it as an opportunity to, to be stronger as a team? How can we look at it as an opportunity to use these IG lives as training for our digital, which we ended up launching in September. We fast-tracked that. That was one of the silver linings for us. But, you know, we just, we, we just chose to say this isn't happening to us, but for us. You know, as a brand new business owner, like I said, opening my doors in January and then closing mm. in March, I, it could have shook me you know, and, and, I, and it could have knocked me completely off course and I, I could have felt hopeless and helpless. But I chose to say, you know, this isn't happening to me, but for me, what can I take from this? How can I grow from this? How can I be better from this? How can this stretch me and grow me? How can this make me a better mom? How can this make me a better wife? How can this make me a better leader? How can this make me a better business owner? How can this make me a better coach? And I had to search for that. And, and I had to take that into these IG live sessions. And now as we're filming our digital content every day, I'm just grateful for the silver linings because I chose to look for them. Mm. So were you always like that? Because, you know, I took your class a couple times. You are one of the only instructors that I felt the whole spiritual entity of that design in that specific forum, I felt was moving through you in the most real way. Whereas some people I feel it's coming from more of a push. Mm -hmm. And was it a conscious thing for you to infuse this element of what you're describing, which is turning pain into purpose and being that kind of spiritual voice in the fitness community? Was that a conscious choice or have you always kind of been like that? I don't think it was a conscious choice, to be honest with you. I remember, however, specifically teaching, teaching cycle and, and having this pull and almost like this unction where I felt like I needed to address things and I needed to speak to things differently. Mm -hmm. And, And originally it felt so foreign and inappropriate for the setting right? to make it a bigger conversation and to make it a, a bigger opportunity for change. Mm-hmm. I remember the first couple of times it would happen, kind of pushing it to the side, like, no, that's not appropriate. That can't be what I'm supposed to be speaking to in this moment. Mm-hmm. And then remembering how bad I felt when I didn't like kind of heed to that unction. Interesting. And that feeling outweighed whether or not 
I was going to make a fool of myself or not by, you know, speaking to something bigger than the bike. And so I began to speak to something bigger than the bike because it, I couldn't deal with how it felt not to be true to the moment. Mm. Well, it's because oftentimes, you know, we have this, like, uh, you know, there's the mind, there's the body, the soul, and then, and there are these three distinct entities. And then the way that we go about kind of caring for those things is is separated. And the separation is in fact, a spiritual problem in and of itself. And I think that looking at the body as a vessel to contact those higher things is, is the truth. And that's like the biggest, that's why I was drawn to something like your class, you know, because to me, spirituality and religion, often they completely neglect the body. And we're just supposed to bypass this fucking giant heavy meat bag that we have to get to some sort of mental clarity. And it's just impossible to do that. It didn't make, and it didn't for me as a former professional athlete, it didn't make sense to me not to not like, I I didn't understand how not to marry sport and spirituality. I didn't, Mm -hmm. how, how couldn't I not marry those two? That's what got me through, you know, that's what, that, that, that's what got me to the Olympic trials. That's what got me you know, ranked in the top 25 in the world at hundred meters. There was a certain mindset that I needed to get on the, get on the start line with, against the fastest woman in the world at the time, you know, and, and, and compete for our country. Like I, you need to be able to go somewhere else. We, mm-hmm. Our biggest dreams, here's the thing, our biggest dreams we cannot achieve those dreams alone. Like the biggest, like if you imagine the biggest dream that you have for your life, you will never achieve that, that dream by yourself. That dream requires community. And I also believe that that dream requires a surrender to something totally bigger than us. Mm-hmm. So there's, a, there's a piece of surrender. There's a piece that says, I am small and this is little. And I, and, and you, there's just that surrender. And so really what you experienced in my class was me getting to a point where I was okay with making a fool of myself. I was okay with, you know, embarrassing myself. That to me was worth it to, to surrender to that moment. If I had to say something that someone needed to hear that would change them, it was worth it. If it was Mm -hmm. a person, it didn't matter. It didn't matter if not one single person, you know, burned a calorie, dropped one bead of sweat. It didn't matter. If something came out of my mouth that the seed was planted that was going to change them or redirect them or rewire or encourage them or inspire them to close the gap between where they are and where they were called, created, and intended to live, it's worth it. It's Mm -hmm. worth it. You know what I mean? Like for me, for me, all of us, who are given these gifts and talents, we're, we're given these gifts and talents to actually give them back to the world. Mm-hmm. Have what I consider, you know, insight or revelation or encouragement or motivation and keep it to myself. It's not for me to keep to myself. Mm-hmm. Give what I've been given. That's what we all are called and created to do anyway. Give what we've been given. Give what we've been given. And really that, that platform of, of sport, that platform of cycle was the vehicle to give what I've been given. And there's something mm-hmm. in physicality where we're broken open, where the workout is hard and, and we're broken open physically. And there's that opportunity to pour in the goodness. There's that opportunity to pour in the encouragement and the motivation and the inspiring words that just rewire and shift you different. It's like, mm-hmm. It's like you walk in one way 
and you can walk out another, you know, with your head up and your shoulders back. Like I can do my life. Mm -hmm. There's not one obstacle that I will face that I cannot overcome. You know what I mean? Like you can walk out different. How can I not lean into that opportunity? That's a privilege. All right, guys. So let's take a break and talk about some of our partners. Our first one is Talkspace. I'm just so thrilled that this company exists and that we are able to be partners with them because I'm definitely the type of person that needs to talk about things in order to process them. And sometimes there are things I don't want to talk about with my friends or I feel that I've exhausted my friends talking about or I need the perspective of somebody who is an expert. So it's really awesome that we have this resource of Talkspace. Talkspace is an online therapy community. You sign up online and you can start therapy the same day that you sign up. So if you're feeling like I'm backed up against the wall, I have to get this out right now you can head over to Talkspace. You can either text, call, video, voice message to connect with your licensed therapist. You get the incredible convenience of having virtual sessions from the comfort of your home. They let you send and receive unlimited messages with your dedicated therapist in the Talkspace platform 24-7. With Talkspace, you will set goals with your therapist and they will hold you accountable and make sure that you're really progressing. Therapy can really help you shift your perspective and will help you find tools to cope in these difficult times and really be a guiding light. It is so, so awesome. Talkspace has thousands of licensed therapists trained in over 40 specialties, including anxiety, depression, relationships, and much more. And your therapist can help set you up to achieve your goals. And also, if you get linked with a therapist and you're not really vibing, don't worry because you can just find another one through the Talkspace app. And in this case, you can do that. You won't have to drive across the city. You just have to click another button. Talkspace is also a fraction of the cost of in-person therapy. So instead of waiting for an appointment, you can send unlimited messages to your therapist 24-7 and they'll engage with you five days a week. Don't worry. Your sessions are totally safe. They use the latest end-to-end bank-grade encryption technology to store client information and comply with the latest HIPAA regulations so you are safe in the context of Talkspace. Talkspace is offering that Sir Retrograde listeners $100 off their first month with Talkspace. So if you want to go and check it out and match with a licensed therapist, explore, head over to Talkspace.com or you can download their app and you just have to use the code retrograde when to get $100 off your first month of Talkspace. I'm so excited for this, you guys. Talkspace.com code retrograde to get $100 off. Friends, I am so excited to have discovered this partner of ours. One of one of our new ones for 2021. We're talking about usual wines and I've talked about it on the show. I'm very occasionally drinking now and I am obsessed with the usual wines offerings. They are so delicious. They've got a red blend, a rosé, a sparkling white wine called a Brute. They also have a usual spritz that's low in alcohol, low calorie wine spritzer that's made of a sparkling wine and guava juice. And here's the thing. Each bottle is 6.3 ounces. It's a heavy pour or a glass and a half of wine, depending on you, really. So there's no more pouring wine down the sink when you don't want to finish the bottle. We don't have that problem anymore. It's really like a modern drinker's delight. I also really like this. This feels like, dare I say, the perfect kind of COVID option, whether you're drinking solo or if you're entertaining with a socially distanced hang, everybody gets their own wine. 
It just feels right. It feels to the moment. What I did is I ordered their sampler pack. So I got to try all of them. Like I said, the red was perfect. It was just smooth and delicious and tasted really fruity, but not too sweet and not tanniny, which is exactly how I like it. Oh, and it also delivers right to your door. So usualwines.com, use our code retrograde and you'll get $8 off your first order. And so that's your first glass on us. So cheers to us. Cheers to you. We love you. Enjoy some wine. That's usualwines.com. Use code retrograde. $8 off your first order. First glass on us. Purely Elizabeth. You guys know Purely Elizabeth. They make delicious, sweet, crunchy treats in the form of granolas and pancake mixes and grain-free breads. I'm a big fan. I've got to say their chocolate sea salt probiotic granola is one of my personal fades, which is made with dark chocolate chunks and coarse sea salt. And two servings will help you get in your daily dose of probiotics in support of a healthy immune and digestive system. We could all use that now, couldn't we? Elizabeth, who's the founder, she's also a certified health coach. She thoughtfully crafted each granola flavor to include intentional ingredients that you don't have to feel guilty about putting into your body. I personally love to just like take a bag to my face, but you can also add to your smoothies, to oatmeal, to yogurt. As I mentioned, they've got this grain-free protein bread and muffin mix with added collagen that I played around with this weekend. And I made a banana blueberry bread hybrid that was so delicious. And they also have a ton of recipe suggestions over on their website at purelyelizabeth.com. We're offering 25% off your first order on all Purely Elizabeth products by using our code retrograde also at purelyelizabeth.com. I just want to shout out quickly some of my other favorite flavors of the granolas, uh, honey almond, blueberry hemp, maple almond butter, chocolate peanut butter. (sighs) Guys, the list really goes on. Starting to get hungry. Uh, Check them out. Again, that's 25% off your first order over at purelyelizabeth.com with our code retrograde. Delish. Hi there. I'm Lauren McGoodwin, founder and CEO of Career Contessa, the largest online career resource built inclusively for women. I also have the privilege of hosting our new podcast, The Females. We're here to help with real talk career advice from CEOs, authors, creatives, and other experts to give you real strategies for building a successful career all on your own terms. Each episode of The Females is sure to not only inspire, but also to motivate you to take action and move your career forward. Be sure to tune in every Tuesday for new episodes and follow along on careercontessa.com. Something that I really didn't like about the whole world, especially in Los Angeles, is the the hyper focus on the aesthetic. Yeah. This is a very dangerous line. Yeah. Like, I'm just not moved by that. And that's why some right. fall off. You know, they'll totally. set they'll set these goals at the top of the year, New Year's resolutions. I'm going to lose this or I'm going to do that. It's, it's, it's all so shallow. It's shallow. And that's the reason why we don't hold on to it is because it's really not like, it's not that deep. It's yeah. yeah. It's built on a flimsy foundation. Yeah, but let's attach it to something bigger. I want to have the energy to be the mom. I want to have the energy to like go out in the front yard and like shoot some hoops with my 14 year old. Like, you know, I want to have the energy to be able to film, to go film army digital content and to pour out, 
you know, for all of my athletes and my students and be able to come home and still have that same energy. So what do I need to do on the front end, you know, to prepare for that? It just has to be about something bigger. And I feel like the reason you asked a question, it was, I think is an important question is why don't more people attach it to that? I don't think enough people understand the relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, like there's just, there's a, there's a very profound relationship between our physicality and our, you know, our emotional state. There's an important relationship that gets negated and, and it gets neglected. And as soon as we can connect that and realize that it is connected, you know, I think we'll be better for it. And, and I don't think enough, A, if, A, if the fitness instructor doesn't understand that there is that relationship or maybe feel confident enough or feel like they have the permission to really operate in that space. Right. And there's one thing, like I, I don't necessarily consider myself an instructor. I think an instructor is someone that gives cues really well, like, and one and two, and now this, and I, and you know, I identify myself as a coach. I feel like a coach is someone that can really reach in and grab your greatness and say, here it is. Now, Mm -hmm. here it is. Here's what you're capable of. Now go get it. Let's put a demand Mm -hmm. on your potential. A coach is someone that can look at you and say, there's more and I'm going to help you get there, you know, Mm -hmm. and knows how to breathe life into you. And so, you know, instructors lead a great class. Instructors can lead a great class, lead a great fitness class, but a coach will change your life. Yeah. And it's really true. Like, God, the the reason why you drop off is because just having sick abs isn't really that motivating. It's actually kind of a sad motivation because every time you don't get it, you feel like shit and it's this like vicious cycle. Yeah, I'm not into it. Yeah. It's not enough. Like, can I get strong enough in my body to actually go out and change the world? Can I get yeah. enough in my body to, to live a life of impact and great influence? Can I like, you know, can I, can I not only just exist, but actually live my life? Can I actually like thrive in my life? Not just survive, but thrive in my life. You know, it just, it just has to be deeper. And as long as we keep things super, super shallow, it just, it'll, it'll feel super unfulfilled and just not anything that's sticky. Very nineties. (laughs) (laughs) just to have it be like a superficial workout is very like then you eat your jello and you drink your crystal light after and you get on with your sad (laughs) Um, but those vhs tapes were a fun trend no for sure like (laughs) god love jane fonda thank you for bringing us those tapes they got us I want you to talk about ARMY and kind of how this all happened. And I'm sure the ethos is obviously very in line with what you're talking about. But um, yeah, I'd love for you just to to give you the floor to talk about that specifically. Yeah, I appreciate that. I was, you know, somewhere else before with my one of my co-founders. We had never discussed leaving. And, you know, he was on the East Coast planning his next move. And I was on the West coast planning my next move. And, you know, we just randomly connected and the time was right to like, and we felt comfortable enough to open up about what we were both planning on doing. And it was just, the timing was so divine. So Trey Akin and myself, it was really about finding people that 
had the same value system. You know, we were both coaches for a company that we didn't share the value system with. And that for me just wasn't working anymore. Like I just, it was like, ah, this, this just doesn't work for me. Like this, you know, what I do isn't a job. It's my life's work. And if I may, you were making that company what it was. Like your class was the class to go to. The hot ticket in town. I mean, seriously, like it was hard to get into it. Let's call a spade a spade. Yeah. And so it was just like, ah, this is like, this is not feeling good anymore because our value systems are not aligned. And for me, it wasn't worth compromising the integrity of my life's work. Like it just wasn't mm-hmm. worth it. Like, ah, now nah, I'm good. And so... I'm out. And so I knew I was going to bounce. He knew he was going to bounce. And, you know, we're completely different and yet so much alike that we were like, yo, well, if we combined forces, we could actually reach more people. Mm-hmm. You know, just had this whole aha moment. And then Trey, being the genius that he is, was able to really hold the space to create the vibe around it. You know, why does fitness have to be cheesy? Why does it have to be corny? Why does it have to be, you know, 80s and 90s? Why can't it be of the time? Why can't it be culturally relevant? You know, why can't it be an intersection of art and fashion and creativity and artistry and like, you know, everything that is good? You know, why can't it be that intersection? Why can't it just be a full-blown vibe? Why can't it feel like church on a bike? Why can't it feel like a concert? Why can't it feel like the club? You know, it should. Yeah. And we and and so the three of us together were really, you know, we had the same convictions about what it was supposed to be. And so that's what's so exciting about Army and, and finding each other and being able to build this together. So do we need an at-home bike to work out with you guys? You don't need an at-home bike. We offer, you know, boot camp. We offer, we do offer our cycle classes. We offer stretch. I offer motivation. You know, I get on there once a week and just give a word, but you can, you can have any bike. You don't necessarily, we are coming out with our army bike this year. That was one of the things that the pandemic did slow down for us was the production of our bike. Um, But we're super excited about our bike because it's dope. And, you know, there's no bike on the market like our bike. And you know what? Things have changed as far as, like you said, like no one's going to classes like they were anymore, but this is a level of community. This is a level of accountability. This is a level of, you know, world-class coaching and really people. What I love to say about Army is that we are all soldiers that are on the front line in each other's lives, fighting for and with each other for our best life. You know, we Mm -hmm. really, really are. Like we just you know, we're just going to get in the trenches with you and like, you know, get grimy and get dirty and it don't have to be cute. And we're just going to put in the work. Like, how do we show up together and put in the work to be our best? And that's really, um, so this is that, that new level of that, you know, this is us leveling up the fitness game. Yeah. It sounds like you're really rising to the occasion with the parameters that we're meeting now, especially as I said, the fitness industry has had to just like massively shift. And I'm wondering, like, what do you see for the future of the industry? This is the future of fitness. Like the future of fitness is, you know, having these digital apps, you know, you can download army at the app store. You can go to our website, www.army.com. But this is it. This is finding a connected fitness 
outlet that will keep you consistent. You know, I believe that we are going to open up again, obviously, and we are going to yeah. have in-person um, moments, but I think even that is going to be uh, uh, elevated. I think, you know, we can't go into a pandemic one way and come out the same. Things mm-hmm. should be different. We should be better because of it. We should be elevated. We should have a new way of thinking and a new way of approaching things. We should have learned from it. We should have taken the lessons and really made sure that we can better what we do. And so I'm, uh, I'm hoping and, and praying that we haven't seen the best and we haven't seen necessarily, you know, the end game of the fitness game, but we are definitely in the future of, of fitness and it is digital. And, you know, what, one thing that I am super proud of about the content on our app is that it isn't like traditional fitness content. Like it is like a full blown music video. It is, you know, this immersive experience and that's what it should be. You know, mm-hmm. can, you know, one of the things that I was super inspired was, you know, when, when Beyonce dropped that lemonade, that visual album, yeah. you know, I want to feel like, you know, these practices that I get to create with my cameraman and my team, you know, feel like these immersive, um, you know, experiences, these, you know, music videos, these super inspiring, uh, moments that you can just, that can fuel you for your day or for your week. You're doing that. I've watched them just while like sitting on my couch. So uh, <laughs> and I'm like not moving, but super into it. That's so I hilarious. feel like if, if you can just have someone stagnant and be entertained and enjoyed and motivated, you're doing something right. Thank you. So let's speak to Ugh. those of us at home who might just like maybe had some lofty goals at the turn of the new year. And now the, the well, that's your first mistake. The, no. steam, yeah. <laughs> the air is out of the balloon a bit. The motivation is just not there. Like where to start? I feel like it's one foot in front of the other, but you're the expert, like where to begin. I think it's just refocusing it. Like a lot of, of resolution is having resolve. I think a a way to get to resolve is reflection. And I think part of reflection is, is gratitude. And so, you know, I think if, if we just kind of step back for a moment, you know, and if we say, Hey, it's the top of February, January has gone. We kind of let some of that air out. That's fine. Here we are at, in, in February. What am I grateful for? What can I look back and be grateful for? How far have I come? Maybe I'm not all the way where I need to be, but how far can I come? And so if we can focus on what we're grateful for, right? What we're grateful for, not what we want to change about ourselves, not what doesn't look good about ourselves, not what we've done wrong, but how about if we reflect on what we've done right and what we're grateful for and allow that to fuel us in a different way. Allow that to fuel us and say, even in those steps that I've made, I know there's more steps that I can make. And so I'm going to continue to make those steps. I'm going to continue to press forward. I filmed a a practice earlier today before I got on here with you guys. And we were talking about in that practice, we were talking about this whole thing about like forging your path. 
you know, like we can forge a path. But when you forge a path, the path that you're forging requires a consistency in behavior to like continue to move forward, forward, forward. You're forging a path. It's a consistency in behavior. And the consistency of behavior are those patterns. They're, they're patterns. And how do we develop patterns in our life? It's by our choices. We make choices every day. And by the end of the day, we are the total sum of those choices. And so really putting one foot in front of the other is making the choice to do just that, is making the choice to get out of the bed and say, I'm going to put one foot in front of the other, to get out of the bed and say, I didn't do it yesterday, but I'm going to choose to do it today. And, and, and tomorrow waking up and saying, and I'm going to choose to do it today and to do it today, today, today. And all of a sudden we have a different consistency of behavior. All of a sudden we have different patterns. So what keeps us from making these new choices and developing these new patterns is because we beat ourselves up about what we haven't done and who we're not yet. If we can start with gratitude, it will posture us to move forward in a different way. Gratitude pulls us in a different way. Whereas when we are focusing on things that we didn't do good or we're not good enough, it keeps us, it keeps us sitting back and it keeps it gives you the thing of well what's the point yeah that thought and so i'm just asking for the shift to to take place in a in the resolve the resolution to be reflection for that reflection to allow you to come to a place of gratitude and that gratitude gets you excited in a different way and postures you in a different way to create new patterns and new behaviors uh, and to make different choices that will keep you forging a path forward that's amazing. I also think that as adults, we forget that we can grow. Yeah. It's like this weird, I, I, I really realized this when I watch, I'm just watching everything, just home watching everything. <laughs> I just, I really realized this when I watched the Tiger Woods doc. Did you guys watch that? So good. Oh my God. Incredible. And the thing that I realized, I realized this from him because remember how he like obviously was super successful as a kid and then he started getting hurt because he, he I think, he had a lot of emotional trauma and then also just like the repetitive athleticism and all this stuff. And then he kind of like got worse and then all of a sudden he got better and everyone kept asking him, what's happening? You know, you're back and you're older, like, but your game is better. Like, what's happening? And he just said, yeah, I'm getting better. Yeah. And in that simple statement, the, the confidence to understand that even as a grown-up, you have the potential to show up for yourself and get better is something that we all needed to be remi- need to be reminded of because I don't know why we forget that. It's like it's like it's told to us a when we're young that by the time that you're an adult, you're fully kicked, cooked and you won't change. Mm. And yes, maybe it's a little bit harder to develop new skills. But if you show up like what you're saying, it will happen. You will get better. That's right. That's right. We, we do. We have a responsibility to show up for ourselves. Like I said, we have a responsibility to show up for each other. And we have, it's a choice. It's a choice. Showing up is a choice, you know, and, and we get to choose that. We actually get to choose that. Not, oh, I have to. I get to. I get mm-hmm. to show up. I get to choose to be better. I get to choose to put something on it today. I don't have to arrive at the mountaintop today but I could take a step. Mm-hmm. I don't have to be fully baked. I don't have to be all that I was ever called and created and intended to be right now, but I can close the gap between where I am and where I'm going. Yeah. Like I, I read this thing, like, cause I want to write a book and I read this thing that was like, if you write one page a day for 365 days, which is a year, you've written 365 pages. And I was like, 
like, we'll all be <laughs> like, that is fucking true. 365 pages seems like a lot today, but after a whole year. Yeah, it was one page. One page a day. And it's the same metaphor for every everything that we do. Also, I want you to live in our lives every single yeah. day. And just give us this motivation. I know. Like, how do I show up? How do I do it? I'm like, give it to me, Your Angela. words have like hit my brain and my heart in a way that I didn't know I needed. Yeah. So thank you. But I guess that's your gift. So feeling honored. Thank you. You know, when you don't realize that you miss someone until you met them, that's how we feel right now. Thank you. Yeah. Angela, tell our listeners where they can find ARMY and you and all that fun stuff. Yay. www.aarmy.com. That's our website. Our IG is ARMY with two A's. Um, My IG is my full name, Angela Manuel Davis, A-N-G-E-L-A. We're so grateful to have you today. Thank you so much. I feel renewed, revived, ready to move my body. I was feeling minimally moving was my only option for a while. So thanks for turning it around. Girl, go get your best life. Even in a- <laughs> you better go get your life. <laughs>